Hello, welcome to Not Another ba- Bad Movie Podcast. Wow, I forgot the name of my own show. <laughs> it's been a while. With me is Katie. You've heard from her before. Say hello. Hi, ma- hi everyone. <laughs> you can say hello to me too. That's fine. <laughs> um, today, we watched A Student's Obsession. Uh, yeah, it was a Lifetime movie. You said you heard it had another name too? Yeah, but it was called, like, a student's... Yeah, I forgot to write it down. That's okay. But when I looked it up in IMDb, it came up with something else. Yeah. Lifetime does that a lot. They'll, like, buy a movie, it already has a name, they want to release it with a different name for some reason, then they do. It's very confusing. I think it was, like, a lesson something, like, a lesson's... I forget. A lesson of desire or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> it's um, about a teacher who is a, a great biology teacher, and she runs, and she cooks for her family, and her family doesn't care at all about her. <laughs> oh, she also swims, too. Oh, yeah. She also swims. Uh, she likes to listen to, like, really uh, terrible jazz music as she's swimming. <laughs> uh, just so you know, just how sexy this lady is. It's very important that this movie convince you that she's sexy, even though it's very obvious that she's sexy. So, uh, anyways, uh, we start the movie um, somewhere in South Florida, and she's running, and then she makes this amazing breakfast, and everything is, like, super close up, so you know this is important that she cooks for her family. And her husband's super busy, and not paying attention to her, and the daughter... Daughter is like a juice diet type thing. She's like, I'm juicy, Mom. Yeah, I don't want to eat your food. And then she walks out the door, and she has to text her husband to like be acknowledged and all this other <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and he kind of like chuckles, like, oh, aren't you funny trying to get my attention through texting? But like, really, he's not interested in talking to her. And so then she goes off to school, and she's explaining symbiosis <laughs> to a high school class and I thought that seems kind of like below their level they should know a lot more <laughs> but anyways that's what she's teaching and she gets interrupted by the new student James yes he um, is kind of a Taylor Lautner lookalike <laughs> and has bad boy hair like imagine a um what do you call it? Like a boy band? Now imagine the bad boy with his dark hair that's kind of like spiky all over the place. That's this guy. And his name is James. And he's obviously like, how old do you think in real life? Maybe like 18 or something like that. Or maybe a little bit older. I don't know. I, I kind of assumed he was like in his mid-20s and he's playing a 17-year-old. Yeah, but they do that all the time in they movies do anyway. All the time. <laughs> but he's the only one answering her questions. Everybody else is just kind of staring Whatever. at her. Or... <laughs> Exactly. They, they don't care. And um, she says that they don't have to... That I guess it's mandatory for them to go to this, like, weekend it's field a, trip. Yeah, it's to the Keys, the Florida Keys. Yeah, and uh, they're going to be spending night in the hotel. And she's, like, saying to James, like, since you just transferred, you don't have to go. And he's like, oh, but I want to go. And uh, so then they go, and she talks about the Datura plant, 
which has this big um, like trumpet flower on it. And she mentions, like, you can use it as an aphrodisiac, but it can also kill you or something. Right. She's like, yeah, it's healing properties, but it's also a poison. And, and we don't really mention it again until later in the movie. But right. it plays a cute role. Um, and then they talk about crocodiles. And neither Katie nor I knew that there were any crocodiles in South Florida, but then I Googled it, and there's a couple. There's more alligators, but there are crocodiles. <laughs> so the other science teacher is there with them. And he wanted to carpool with her, and she was like, no, we are not carpooling. <laughs> Every time they talk, it's very awkward, and yeah. like, she wants to get away, but he just wants to keep going after her or whatever. Yeah, he's definitely like very interested in talking to her, and she's obviously very interested in staying the heck away from him. So we get the impression that he's been trying to like pursue her for a while, and she's been trying to get him to stop and he starts talking on the airboat that they're on about science and her she's sitting next to this boy James and James is like oh he's real boring and she's like oh don't call him boring he's a really good biologist who's turned teacher and then she's like well I guess he is kind of boring haha <laughs> and then she they're all in their rooms or I guess they have like free time or whatever so she's in her room, and uh, she's looking out the window, and she can see out onto the beach, and there's James alone, shirtless, <laughs> walking around. <laughs> and she's just ogling him, and he notices, and then she, like, ducks away from the window. Well, yeah, but she's looking at him for, like, a full minute before she dots, so obviously he sees her. <laughs> yeah. There's a knock at the door, and we think it's James, but it's not. Yeah. Thinking that he's going to, like, confront her and be like, why are you staring at me? <laughs> because it's very obvious. She's not very good on sneaking on people. And uh, it's Richard uh, Bird, is his name? I think it's Bird. But it's... That's crazy. Berg, I think. Berg oh, and Stag. Bird. Uh, okay. Something um, like that. <laughs> it's not really important. It's uh, her creepy coworker who's a boring biology um, professor. Um, which, that's weird. I mean, I guess it's not that weird to have two science teachers, but one would usually be in charge of, like, biology and anatomy, and the other one would be, like, chemistry and physics or something. Right. right? Like, they wouldn't have two biology teachers, usually. Yeah, like, one would be, like, freshman and sophomore, and the other one, like, junior and senior classes, yeah. too. I don't know. At least Who that's knows? how it was at my school. Yeah. But for whatever reason, uh, I guess they need two chaperones, and they both specialize in biology. <laughs> Um, so he's knocked at the door, and what does he want? Oh, he's telling them it's time to get the kids lined up for dinner. Okay. So they gather up the kids, they go to, like, this tiki bar that's attached to the hotel, I guess? Well, yeah, but why do they go to a bar the kids are underage? Yeah, it seems like a recipe for disaster, really. <laughs> but they're all dancing, and there's live music, and, uh, she's trying to talk to her coworker. And oh, her name is Mrs. Archer, by the way. Yes, she's I forget her first name Elizabeth. It's like Samantha or Elizabeth. I think it's Samantha. Okay, she has a very uh common name, but she's sitting with Richard and trying to make conversation. And he's into classical music, and she's like, Ugh, you're such a square. I mean, she doesn't say it, but it's like implied. <laughs> 
and then one of the students comes up and like you want to dance with us and she goes and dances with the students which seemed weird like if you're a high school teacher maybe don't dance with your students <laughs> maybe that is uh sending the wrong message about your authority <laughs> i don't know seemed odd but um then she gets a phone call from her husband um and earlier we see that someone's taking photographs of her through her window as she's trying to put the moves on her husband who like totally rebuffs her and is like i've got a project oh she got a text from someone saying they're looking forward for tomorrow or this weekend but we don't know who it is right and she's like who is this and they won't say they just keep saying i really am looking forward to tomorrow (laughs) so she gets a phone call from her husband and he's all apologetic that he hasn't been making time for her and he's like that's gonna change soon and she's like oh it's okay and she's standing on some random rock uh, out on the beach and then someone's rustling in the in the tall grass of the beach and she gets startled and falls off the rock skins her knee (laughs) skins her knee and then james swoops in and he's like oh i'm sorry that i startled you i was just you know rushing rushing rustling around in grass as i do (laughs) takes off his shirt puts in the water and then runs back and like puts it on her knee it was strange because like we saw her fall but we didn't know that she had skinned her knee yet they hadn't showed us that so he's just like running taking off his shirt putting it like in in the water and then running back and it's like what what are you doing and then oh her knee is skinned and you're trying to wash it off and uh so he's just sitting next to her without a shirt on and he's like, I saw you looking at me. And she's like, what did she say? I forget. Or <laughs> she just said something really weird, like. I don't know, something like, sorry about that, or something. Or that wasn't right, it won't happen again. Yeah, I, I apologize. I, you know, I, I shouldn't have done that. And he's like, it's okay, I like you too. And he grabs her, and he kisses her, and she's just kind of, like, kissing him back, like, For, like, okay. a full minute, and then she runs away. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah, this is wrong. <laughs> he's 17, he's my student, I'm married, all of this is bad. So she runs away, and then the next scene, everyone's back home, and she's talking to her friend, uh, who uh, is the... Like the registrar or the secretary or something at the school. Yeah. And she's like, so I kissed this boy in my class. (laughs) And uh, her friend's like, okay, we can handle the situation. Like, you need to tell him that you're never going to do anything again with him. And then I'll switch him out to the other science teacher's class. And I guess since they have two biology teachers, it doesn't really matter. Um, so it, you think, oh, okay, it'll all blow over, but it doesn't. <laughs> he comes into the class, he's like, I'm sorry I'm late. And she's like, well, didn't so-and-so say, like, what happened? And then they go into this whole thing, and then he picks up his backpack from his chair, and then leaves. <laughs> and that leads us to the question, so if he wasn't there, who brought his backpack into the room for him? <laughs> doesn't make any sense did he leave it there on friday and then no one came into that classroom until first period on monday when he came in late and was it first period who knows (laughs) it was very odd it didn't make sense 
Um, so he's like giving her a lot of meaningful looks as he's like leaving the classroom. And then we see someone steal the snake. Is that the thing? Uh, that yes. So for some reason, I mean, sometimes, you know, you'll have a class pet and there'll be like some sort of animal sitting in the room and it's a science class. So they have like a snake. It couldn't have been venomous, right? But I have a, the snake bit the register though. I mean, I guess all snakes bite. It's just a matter of whether or not but they But then the principal is like, she could have died. So. I don't know. Maybe he's just a drama queen. Because <laughs> like... Why would you have a venomous snake just sitting around at school? Like, even if it's in a cage, like, that seems way too dangerous. It does, really. I feel like there's so many liability issues. I know. Why would the school board let you have that? Exactly. I mean, it's Florida. I'm not saying you couldn't, like, walk around and then on campus and be bit by a snake that was venomous. Like, that could totally happen. But that's different. (laughs) This was the snake that was in the classroom. Right. It was in a little terrarium. Like... Somebody purposefully put this snake in this classroom and acted like that was a normal thing to do. <laughs> Even though it's super dangerous. We never got clarification was venomous or not venomous. <laughs> but the snake is just hanging out in every scene that's in the classroom. And we're like, okay, yeah, snake, classroom, fine. And then we see someone steal a snake. And then the main character, whose name I've forgotten, Mrs. Mrs. Archer, Archer. She goes to visit her friend, the registrar, Linda. And uh, she's like, I need to see James's file. Or wait, James, I guess, has no, this threatened was, her by this point. This happens later. The register was trying to... But we see her opening the drawer and... Well, yeah, but I think... Oh, is that, that different? Later? She opens drawers multiple times in this movie. <laughs> I get them all mixed up. <laughs> so it could be that she's just opening a drawer, doing something else. <laughs> She had a whole thing with, like, co-worker first, with the Richard. weird walk and the kind of stalking her. Oh, yes, because she has to tell James that none of it can ever happen again. Right. So she takes him aside, but as she's taking him aside, um, Richard sees them and starts sneaking behind them. Yeah, which is really weird, too, because he worked at the school. Can you just said, I'm on my way to, like, my car, like, in the parking lot down there, I'm on my way to another building? I mean, you wouldn't even need to say anything. No one would look at you suspiciously walking around your own workplace. There is nothing suspicious about his behavior, except he's, like, tiptoeing and hiding behind uh, corners and looking furtively all over the place. Like... Dude, you work there. Just chill. Just be chill. No one's going to know that you're following Mrs. Archer and James. Like, it's fine. (laughs) But he does, and it's hilarious. And Mrs. Archer and James have one of those stupid conversations where they're like, about what happened, we're both on the same page, right? And it's like, possibly explain what's on that page, please. (laughs) So he's like, yeah, 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 I'll keep it a secret. And she's like, great. And then he, like, moves in to kiss her. And she's like, whoa, what are you doing? And he's like, we're keeping it a secret, you just said. He's like, no, you're my student. We can't do this. So obviously they're not on the same page. But she feels like, well, I told him. And he's in a different class all as well. So she's setting up her next class so that they can look at, like, microscopes or whatever. And James pops in. And he's like... Hey, I wanted to give you this gift. It was my grandmother's and he like holds out this necklace and she's like, dude, what did I tell you? Like, you and I can't be together. 
and then she like keeps on move, moving things around and setting up and he's like no it's okay like I'm cool I'm not gonna tell anyone so we can be together it's fine and uh, I don't know what does she say I feel like she's not firm enough she's just like no and then like kind of ignores him but she doesn't like just bring down kind of like whatever she just kind of <laughs> yeah. like does other stuff that she has to do she feels like if I ignore him hard enough he'll leave me alone which I mean really if someone says no I don't want your advances that should be enough for you but this guy's crazy so <laughs> she should really be like no I really do not want anything from you I really like that was a mistake it was yeah no uh but she's just trying to ignore him and then he leaves and then she... She's still in her classroom. She's still in her classroom. <laughs> you see her drinking something. No, she can't be drinking anything yet because it hasn't been poisoned. <laughs> and it well, can't be poisoned unless it's unattended. It can't be unattended unless she goes off in a huff. And she can't go off in a huff unless she's had the confrontation with the guy. Well... <laughs> so later she's like hanging out outside, like looking at papers. And then Richard comes up to her. And is like, hey, it's been a while since we talked. Oh, the flowers that got delivered right. to our house. That's, That's what happens. What happened. Okay, so she goes home and uh, she's eating dinner with her family. And uh, someone does a ding dong ditch. And they, uh, the husband answers the door. And it was weird because it was like after dark and he's like, oh, no one else get up. And it's like, dude, you're the man of the house. Like, go get the friggin' door. Like, <laughs> Why would anyone else get the door? Anyways, so he goes to the door, and he picks up some Datura, this poisonous plant, and it's kind of unclear, like, how poisonous it is, but she freaks out. She's like, do not touch that. It's very dangerous. There was, like, paper wrapped around it, so she picks up the paper part and throws it away, and then uh, <laughs> the husband's kind of, like, shrugging at the daughter, like, I don't know what's going on. And then... The next day, she's looking at her papers, and she's in the courtyard, and then Richard comes up to her, and Richard's like, oh, so, uh, what's, what's going on? It's been a while. And she's like, uh, yeah, do you need anything? <laughs> and he's like, oh, but we skipped over the part where Richard confronts Linda with the fact that he knows about James and Mrs. Oh, Archer. Oh, true. <laughs> okay, so there's the thing with the flowers, and then Richard... The same day as Mrs. Archer telling Linda about what happened at the beach, he goes up to Linda and is like, I know what's up with James and uh, Samantha. But he never actually says. He just says, I know what's going on. Right. But, but he doesn't like... actually explicitly state what is going on. <laughs> and then Linda's like, well, nothing's going on. So you're misinformed and you need to back off or whatever. And then the next day... Richard roughs up James like not nothing bad he just grabs him by the collar shoves him up against the wall and is like you need to leave Samantha alone he's like, she's gonna be fired all the stuff and we're like well aren't you gonna be fired for doing that to a student anyway <laughs> yeah you can't just be throwing kids around and being like hey you I'm threatening you because <laughs> like I mean for all he knows like this kid is not like a crazy kid and she's a predator, and he should be going to the principal and reporting it. But because he's so besotted with Samantha, he's like, no, I'm going to rough up this kid. And it's like, bro, you know he's a victim here. Like, you don't know all the details anyways. 
Anyhow, he roughs him up. And then later, again, it's hard to know, like, when things happen. It's just like, and then in the next scene, which could be 12 weeks later or 12 minutes later, they're in the courtyard. (laughs) And then Richard's like, hey, it's been a while. And then she's like, yeah, I guess whatever. And then he's like, did you get my gift? And she's like, what gift? And he's like, the flowers. And she's like, why would you give me flowers? And she's really angry. She's like, my husband found the flowers. How do I explain that? And he's like, I'm sorry. And then she's like, you need to stop. And then she flounces off, but she leaves behind all her stuff. And then later, she's talking to Linda, and Linda's like, by the way, Richard totally knows, and that might blow up in our face later. And she's like, Linda, why didn't you tell me? And uh, Linda's like, I didn't want to stress you out. And it's like, okay, Linda. And then she hands her all her stuff back, including her drink. And then she goes into her classroom to do stuff and takes some of her drink and then starts hallucinating. <laughs> so we have red lights and she's like stumbling around and you see a red like flower in the sink. Right. At some point. So you're no like, aha, I understand what's happened. She's been poisoned using Datura and she needs to get medical attention. And so she's like, she manages to get out of the room and down one flight of stairs and then down another flight of stairs and then, like, another hundred yards. I don't know how she managed to go down the stairs at all, though. She was... <laughs> yeah, it didn't make sense. She's, like, walking and walking and walking and walking. And then finally, everyone's just yelling her name. Samantha, 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 are you okay? It's like no one's calling 911 or anything. <laughs> no one does anything. They just keep asking her if she's okay. She keeps not responding, which means she's not okay. <laughs> and... Then the next thing we know, she's at home and she wakes up and she's like, what happened? And they're like, oh, you were out cold for 24 hours. The doctor's on the phone. He says that you were poisoned, but not too bad. And we're like, what? Why isn't she in the hospital? <laughs> Why was she released from the hospital? She was in the hospital. Yeah, because like if she had gone to the hospital, they're not going to release her until she's at least conscious and they can observe her. They're not going to just be like... I guess you can take her home so she can sleep there because we don't have the bed space. Like, but they're not going to do that. It didn't make any sense. And, like, what, did the doctor make a house call? How come we never saw this doctor? Why isn't he there at the moment? Why is he calling in later? It doesn't make any sense. This whole movie, like, almost didn't make any sense. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so then she goes back to school and she talks to the principal for the second time. I think the first time he was like, so your snake got loose and bit Linda and she could have died. And uh, she's like, oh my goodness, are you suggesting that I intentionally took this snake and like put it in her uh, drawers so that she would be bitten? And he's like, I don't know, but He's watch like playing yourself. with cards and like his cars and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, he has a bunch of model cars. And he has three cards that he's, like, swooping, swooping around as if he's going to, like, go out on a sidewalk and be like, hey, I bet you can't find the queen or something. <laughs> I don't know. Very strange. And he has, like, an open uh, button-down shirt, and he has, like, a lot of gold jewelry. He's a really weird character. And you're like, you don't seem like a principal. <laughs> One, you're letting venomous snakes all over the place. Two you're letting kids come in without transcripts because James doesn't have any transcripts. He doesn't have like hardly any information on the books. doesn't make any sense. He just shows up one day. Anyhow, the second time she meets with him, he's like, there's been some allegations. 
some horrible rumors. I won't tell you about them, but they exist. And I would like it if you took some time off. She's like, well, why are they saying? And he just kept going around it, like, not answering. And it's insane. If there is an allegation of, like, any sexual nature, like, even kissing with a student, like, absolutely report that. You don't just send the teacher home and then, like, don't follow up in any way. Like, there's usually... Like, either inside the school or even calling the police. Like There are whole <laughs> procedures you have to follow. You can't just be like, I don't really want to deal with it. And I also don't want to tell you why I'm firing you. So I'm just going to, like, fire you, but, like, keep it low-key. Just so you're, like, taking a break. Yeah. Like, I say the word fire. Yeah. And no one ever takes initiative and talks to James about any of this. Which is insane. <laughs> why wouldn't you sit him down and be like, James, what happened? And, of course, he would lie because he's a crazy person and the bad guy in this movie. But it's like, he's a student. You have to make sure he's okay. That's your job. You're the principal of the school. <laughs> uh, but he's so preoccupied with his card game and he's preoccupied <laughs> with his cars. He doesn't care. And she's like, oh, I guess I'm fired now. So she leaves and then, or is about to leave and then discovers, oh, I'm standing next to James's car and James is in said car. So I'm just going to open this car door and sit in it. And we're like, why are you sitting in this random car? And then finally we see that James is in the car and we're like, oh, okay. There's a lot of really weird moments in this movie where you're like, wait, who is she talking to? Oh, okay. Why aren't you showing me things? It's not like a dramatic reveal. It's just like laziness. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So she sits in the car with him. Do you want to take this? Yeah, and he has a bruise on his face. And he's like, well, what happened? And he's like, oh, well, it always happened. It's like my mom's boyfriend hit me and all this stuff, but he laughed. And she, like, doesn't really say anything. And she doesn't say, well, I'm going to let Child Protective Services know or DCF or any of the stuff you're supposed to <laughs> if you're a teacher. She's like, I'm fired. I don't care. <laughs> that's, let that be someone else's and problem. And then that's... Pretty much, that's all we see of that conversation. She leaves. Yeah, that's another thing about this movie. Like, one, you don't get good establishing shots of, like, okay, who are we talking to? What's going on? And then scenes just end really abruptly. And then we're in the next scene. And we're like, oh, okay, I guess that scene's over. I don't really know how that conversation resolved. But I guess it did. <laughs> then you see her running again. <laughs> just so you know, this girl, she's, she's, uh, she may have been poisoned, but she's still running. She's still getting it. And she has a pleasant conversation with her daughter for once. Who has a new boyfriend. Nameless boy. Who she's been going out with for two weeks, I think. Yeah. And she's going to go on a camping trip with him and some other people. And she wants to take it to the next level. Which we don't know if that means saying, I love you. Making him officially her boyfriend. Being monogamous. Having that conversation. Having, like, their first kiss. We don't know anything. Right. Under the shirt stuff. Nothing. There is no sort of indication. And the mom's like, oh, really? That's interesting. Yep. But doesn't ask for clarification either. It's like, that's either. nice. And all this <laughs> other stuff. Thank you for telling me. And invite him for dinner, please. I want to get to know him. I mean, that that is nice that she wanted to get to know him. But you think she would ask more questions like, where did you meet this boy? And like, what next step are you talking about? What next step are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, I think most parents would be like, you know, concerned about like risky sexual behavior and try to have that conversation. She doesn't really care. Um, but she does want to meet him, which is nice. So he's going to come over in the next couple days. And it doesn't seem like she tells her husband about this plan. Because all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm not going to be home for dinner tonight. And she's like, but I wanted you to meet 
our daughter's uh, new boyfriend. And he's like, oh, well, I'm busy with work. And we don't know if, like, he's already been told that this was on the books or if he's... He seems surprised, but he constantly tunes out his wife. Then he's like, I might lose the house and all this business and... And then they finally have a tender moment of hugging each other. And she's like, you're not a failure. Because he feels like a failure. He's like, I'm a failure. <laughs> and then he's gone. So it's just the, the uh, two of them. And they're waiting for the boy. And then someone comes to the door. <laughs> who comes to the door? Or who do you think it is? <laughs> His name is Luke, but it's really... <laughs> James! <laughs> Which I kind of predicted earlier. As soon as the daughter said she had a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, at this point, Richard is in jail. <laughs> we skipped over that. <laughs> right. And I forgot Mrs. Archer had told James that he needed to date someone his own age. Yes. During one of their conversations, probably the grandmother necklace thing, she was like, you need to date someone your own age. This is dumb. And she doesn't say it. This is dumb. But <laughs> that's the subtext. <laughs> this is dumb. Um, and... But um, she doesn't say anything when she sees it's James. She just kind of, like, goes with the whole Luke thing. Yeah, she's like, okay, come in, Luke. Um, but, yeah, Richard was, um, what do you call it? Was put in jail. They found, like, the leaf petals from the flower in, in his, his office. office. Which is pretty damning. And she knew that he had sent her the flowers. So, in that context, it looks like he was, like, threatening her with the flowers, not just giving her flowers, and then, like, following through by actually poisoning her. So, anyways, he, that's where he is. If you were curious, what's happening with Richard? That's what's happening with Richard. And so, now they're outside, um, Mrs. Archer, her daughter, and quote-unquote Luke, who's really James. And then he tries to play footsie with her um, in his hiking boots, which is weird. And <laughs> she's like, um... I'm going to go follow him in when he tries to use the restroom. So he, he goes in, quote-unquote, to use the restroom, but he's, like, sneaking around her bedroom and, like, touching her bed. It seems <laughs> to take her, like, ten minutes to find him, too. <laughs> I know, it's like, how large is this house, woman? Like, you know he said he was going towards a bathroom. Like, it should be pretty obvious. How, how many rooms are you going through? <laughs> um, she finally reaches him. And uh, he's like, now that Richard's gone and your husband's gone, like, we can be together. And basically pushes her onto a bed. Yeah. And holds her down. And he's and like, you're going to listen to me and do what I say and all this stuff. I'm like, where's the authority? Where's the. Yeah. And uh, then the daughter comes in and they hear her. And so he, they both jump off the bed. And then she's like, he was just leaving. And then. When he leaves, she tells the daughter, you're not allowed to see him. That's really my student, James. That was pretty much it. And then the daughter wants to run after him. Like, I don't care. I love him. You shouldn't tell me not to date him. And then um, she, like, grabs her and, like, shuts the door and is like, no, you absolutely cannot see him. And um, the daughter gets mad and, like, runs and cries in her room. And then we see the cop comes back, the detective who was dealing with the whole Mrs. Archer being poisoned thing, and is like, well, it doesn't sound like I can do anything about it. You know, you let him in your house, and then he left when you told him to, so... And there isn't really any evidence we have against him, that type of a thing. So, I can't do anything even though you feel scared, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you tell her that he, like, threw you up against a wall and, like, held you down on the bed? Like, 
that's sexual harassment if nothing else even if he's not responsible for poisoning you like you could still get him for something but like no this is not brought up at all <laughs> and then I guess Richard is set free because they don't have any more evidence and they can't keep him any longer all right but then you hear James calling the daughter right basically and they have a whole conversation and he's like I don't think I should see well the daughter's like I don't think I should see you anymore my mom doesn't want it he's like oh baby come on and she's like okay I'll go see him (laughs) that's literally his whole justification for why she should see him is oh baby come on and her immediate response is okay (laughs) so she cut school and goes did she cut school or was this after school I thought she was cutting school because I thought that was part of the reason why she didn't want to see him. No, I think it was after school because he was like waiting in his car. I thought he was cutting school too. I don't know. They never really said. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's not important to the really premise important. of the movie, but the, but that's the thing of this movie is like it's not super clear when things are happening or when how the scenes really flow together because they don't really. They just kind of start and end randomly. Um, So she goes to his car and uh, he drives off towards his stable. For some reason, he lives in an apartment above some stables. His mom lives in a trailer. Oh, you know, you forgot that whole thing with his mom and Richard. That happened before the daughter. Oh, yes. Sorry, we need to backtrack a little bit. So, um, this was after, okay, Richard, after he was released from jail, he broke into the house, basically. Oh, yeah, he broke into Mrs. Archer's house, and he's like, I've got to warn you, and she's like, I'm gonna call the cops, and he's like, I've got to warn you about James. And all this stuff. But then James shows up, I'm not sure if it's outside of her house, or no, somewhere No, outside else. of his house. He outside of his home. house. And when he goes home, James is there waiting for him. And uh, James stabs him in the stomach. Right. Then drives him home. And this doesn't... I don't... Okay. I know he doesn't like the fact that this guy is, like, creeping in on his woman. But she's not interested in him. He's not a threat. And, like, yeah, he pushed him around. But he's not really even a physical threat either. So it's like, why do you want to kill this guy? Like, why are you mad at him? Like, what's your motivation here? Like, you're just complicating your life by killing him. It just seemed really random to throw away. I guess they wanted some murder to happen in the movie, but... Yeah, so that we knew, oh, this guy's, like, really dangerous. But I already assumed he was dangerous. We already knew he's dangerous, (laughs) but this is just taking it another level. Like, oh, he killed someone, did he? Huh. And so he drives home with him in the trunk, and home is a stable, he lives in the apartment above it. His mother lives in a trailer next to it. Whose stable this is is never discussed. Uh, whose horses are these? We don't know. Because we know that they're like a poor family and a single mother and she's drunk most of the time and other stuff yeah. like that. So we get the feeling that they're helping this family that owns these horses. And maybe they're snowbirds and that's why we never see them. Because they live up north and they only come down in the winter to be with their horses. But that seems insane. Like, wouldn't you just drive your horses up and down in horse trailers? I don't know. Anyways, it, like, literally never comes up. It's just like, oh, it would be cool if this was set in a stable. And it's like, does it need to be a stable? But it is a stable. And so 
He opens the trunk and his mom comes out of the trailer and she sees that her son is covered in blood and she sees that there's a dead guy in his trunk. But she doesn't say anything. She just kind of just slots. Right, because the scene ends and we're like, what does she do? Does she call the cops? Does she reprimand him? Does she say, oh, baby, I'll help you cover it up. You're my son. Like, we don't know. We have no idea what this woman does because the scene just ends. I have a feeling she didn't really do anything because she never really stood up to him or anything like that. There's a scene earlier where she used to, like, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. I mean, that scene could have ended with her just being like, oh, I'm so afraid of you. And he'd be like, you better be afraid of me and you better not say anything or I'll kill you too. And she'd be like, ah, I'm scared. Like, even that would have worked. But it just ends. We have no idea how that ended. But, I mean, obviously she doesn't tell anyone because no one ever comes out to do anything about it. Okay, now they have the conversation with the daughter. Right, he has the conversation with the daughter, the daughter goes and meets him. He drives back home where there is a dead body lurking around somewhere. And... Um, wait, hold on, wait, no, the mom tries to stop him leaving to see the daughter with a gun. Yes, yes. Before he, after he has the phone conversation with the daughter, but before he picks up the daughter, he is almost stopped by the mother with a shotgun. But his mother gets too close to him and he manages to grab the shotgun out of her hands and he like beats her up and puts her in a closet in the trailer and then gets back in the car and picks up the daughter. Except we just saw him like going into the trailer following the mother and then that's it. Yeah, we don't know what happens to the mother. So we assume that she's dead at this point, but she's not. Spoilers. (laughs) Then he picks up the daughter and he comes back to the stable and there's a dead body and maybe a dead mom. No, there's not a dead mom. It's just mom in the closet. She's beat up. And then she... The daughter of the main character, Nicole or whatever, is tied up on the floor and he calls Mrs. Archer and is like, hey, Samantha, I have your daughter and here's a picture of me pointing a shotgun at her. And (laughs) don't call the cops. Come here. Right. Don't call anyone. If anyone comes but you, then your daughter's going to get it. So she starts driving and then decides to swing super far to the right where everything's super muddy and gets her car stuck, and then is like, I guess I'm going to have to run. And then we're like, oh, that explains all the running earlier. Because <laughs> she can't just, you know, run without us knowing she's a runner. So now she's running to the stables. She goes upstairs. He's not there. Her daughter's not there. There's someone in a sleeping bag in his lovely uh, evidence dungeon with all these pictures that he's sketched of her and of other women because I guess by now we found out well, that he's there been was kicked out woman. of four other schools so I'm assuming he's had like these bad relationships with like four other teachers or yeah and um so uh he has all this stuff from all these other women and but we wonder why he didn't well the body was the other biology teacher the Mr. Greer or Mr. whatever his name is, Mr. Berg. <laughs> yeah, which is strange because it, it meant that he must have carried the body upstairs and then put it in the sleeping bag in his little evidence dungeon. And, like, why doesn't he bury the body or it would burn have been the body easier. or chop up the body? He just puts it in a sleeping bag. It's like... Police are going to find that if you don't take care of that. And and that's the place where you live. You want to stink that up with a dead body? What are you thinking? <laughs> Even if no one comes to your stupid stable. It just, it was so odd. I don't know why. But he does that. And so she finds the body and she's like terrified. 
And then she runs downstairs and she sees that a few yards away from the stables where there is a random stand-up um, piano. I thought oh, that was weird. It's really weird. Like, why would you keep a piano outside? That's terrible. Um, and why there be a piano at a stable? I don't know. I would have loved to see, like, a horse, like, playing the piano in the background. So, like, just to, like, add a little bit of drama. Like, oh, I think I'll just play a little bit of piano music. Um, anyways, so now it's suddenly nighttime. We've gone from day to nighttime in a second. Um, and her daughter's still tied up and next to a shallow grave that's been um, created. And uh, she sees James with a shotgun and she tries to placate him and be like, say the right things. Like, oh, I do care about you. La la la. It's like, this is like a show you care for other people and... <laughs> He's Shooting is mean, and you should stop. <laughs> He's like, you know, I do care about you, so you're going to do it. I'm going to shoot your daughter and bury her next to my father to show you how much I care about you. Because his dad was abusive, and at 13 he decided to kill his dad, and I guess that, like, warped his brain and is why he's doing all that he's doing now. And uh, she tries to talk him down and manages to wrestle away the gun, but then he jumps on top of her. And start strangling her. But then, surprise, surprise, we hear a shot. And it's the mom, his mom, who grabbed the shotgun and shot him in the shoulder. And so then our main character unties her daughter. They hug. We see a scene with her and her husband, who... And the daughter, and they having a nice breakfast together, and they make jokes, and all this <laughs> other stuff. They're so happy. And uh, the husband, like, lets a phone call got a voicemail oh, i know magical and uh we're like oh end of movie but no there's one more scene <laughs> james is in the hospital in a wheelchair he has handcuffs on the police are bringing them to prison i guess or and the nurse is like we'll miss you and <laughs> all this other stuff and james is like don't worry i've got your number and you see this like mad look on his face and then it goes out so I guess he'll just do this forever. Like, oh, you're a prison guard, are you? Well, I've got your number. Like, I'm going to ruin your life. It's like, nice try, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, we did it. <laughs> I feel like that took so much out of me. Um, so in terms of mockability, we're going to do one um, to five Datura flowers. So... How mockable do you think this movie is? <laughs> uh, I give it three deterrent flowers. Okay. Um, I'll give it uh, like four and a half. The actor who is the other biology teacher is so affected and weird uh, that he's nuts. And then um, Linda, the friend, is a little too sassy at the beginning. It's a little much... And then the mom is like a caricature of a drunk. She's nuts as well. So James's mom, by the way. James's mom, yeah. The main character was a solid actress. All, everyone else is a solid actor. Um, and just like the weird affectations of the principal for some reason that they decided to add, that was an odd choice. The way that like no one ever like... 
tries to stand up for this boy is kind of weird. Because, like, obviously he is the bad guy and he's lying and he's trying to kill people. But the adults don't always know this. <laughs> but, you know, like, they didn't know that then. They just, like, got kicked out of our schools. Actually, they didn't even know that in the game of the movie. They just knew he was right. a transfer student. So, like, and why was he kicked out of those four schools? Because he kept hitting on teachers? Like, were there full investigations into this? Because it sounds like one of the teachers, he managed to get her fired and, like, ruin her life, quote-unquote. So I don't know if she's put on a sex offenders list or something. Because they're super vague about that. And then, like, that, that shouldn't mean that he's kicked out. Unless right. he just decided to leave at that point? Yeah, they didn't really explain it. It... It's so strange how, like, no one cares what happens to this kid until the end where they're like, oh, he's a murderer. <laughs> it's, it's weird. No one takes the responsibilities very seriously in this movie. It's like, oh, you've been punched? Good luck with that kid. I'm not going to call anyone about that. <laughs> oh, it's so strange. Um... Yeah, I yeah, four and a half for that. I think for how good it is, it's pretty bad. I'll give it like two and a half. I mean, I've definitely seen worse, but I've seen so much better. <laughs> uh, so yeah, two and a half stars for me. How many stars for you? <laughs> I'd probably give it two stars. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad, guys. It's real bad. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend this movie. <laughs> no. I mean, there are certain scenes that are fun to watch. Like, anything with the principal, go ahead and watch those. Um, and then, like, maybe the last 20 minutes of all these kinds of movies are worth watching, I guess. I just feel like they could have made it a better movie. Yeah. They just explain some things. Yeah. Why is he living in a stable? How is he able to go to the school without transcripts? What's going on with the husband? Ugh, so, so strange. Such a strange movie. Okay. Well, we did it. We did it. <laughs> um, I don't think there's any more news. If you want to throw us any support, we'd appreciate it. We have a Patreon account. That's P-A-Y-T-R-E-O-N.com. You can search for us there, Not Another Bad Movie Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at N-A-B-M Podcast. And you can search for Not Another Bad Movie Podcast on Facebook. So we'll see you around. Thanks for listening. Thank you.